This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Each your inside pass to everything Saints football. Jimmy Graham brings it down, and that is a touchdown, New Orleans! We'll take you to places most fans never go. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown! Taysom Hill! Taysom TD! Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby! What's happening, who dads? Welcome Inside Black and Gold. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak heading into week nine against the Chicago Bears. Uh, Black and Gold trying to get two straight wins. And we're talking the first week of November already. I mean, it's kind of, I know, week nine, first week of November. Things are, like, really, I think, at its, you know, the peak, and we're coming down, like, now, like, the the, the end of the season kind of obviously layout is on its way. This is the all NFC opponents the rest of the way here. Yeah, we're pretty much officially at the halfway point because there's no technical halfway point of a 17-game season. Like, halftime of week nine is the halfway point. So, you know, for all intents and purposes, we're halfway. And it does seem like the weather decided, oh, it's November now. It's cold, right? Like, you know, we were just in time for a bunch of Bears fans to show up and be like, oh, you think this is cold? (laughs) Although I think it's going to warm up by Sunday. Yeah, but they're going to come into town and like Thursday and we're all going to be like, you know, I'm wearing a sweatshirt, right? Like I am cold because my house, it's impossible. When the temperature outside is below 65, my house is below 65 because that is (laughs) the warmest I can get it is like 63 on a good day. So, yeah, anyway, this is a podcast about not the weather. Um, (laughs) Old man talking weather. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So this first segment, you know, I want to talk, you know, last week we talked about, you know, Guy Liner and 
you know so maybe that's going to be the theme of of uh of the first couple minutes of these friday episodes is talking about something silly because i want to talk about you know mark davis is super freaking weird and i i kind of went down a rabbit hole on him uh this 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 week because of all the stuff that's been going on with the raiders and uh, so i want to talk about that a little because there are parallels right like we have mark davis's former quarterback right like there's a lot to to talk about in that regard and the former head coach well, right, right, exactly. Like, there's there's a lot of weird parallels, right? You know, Hunter Renfro, I think the Saints looked into getting him. Like, I thought they probably would, and it didn't work out. But either way, let's we're going to talk a little about that. We're going to also talk about, you know, some of the prep that's been going on. You know, the Saints are facing a lot of quarterbacks this year that they aren't prepared for. And it's kind of strange. Uh, but I, I want to talk about more of that. Second segment, we're going to bring in... Uh, Chris Emma, reporter for 670 The Score and Odyssey, covers the Bears. He's going to give us the lowdown, what to expect. Tyson Bagent, you know, Will Montez sweat play, that sort of thing. So that'll be in the second segment. And then in the final segment, I want to talk about Chris Alave a little bit. He talked to reporters on Wednesday in the locker room. It was simultaneous with Derek Carr talking. So I wasn't able to be there, but I did kind of catch up with what he said. And I just I want to go through some of it because I think it's, you know, you know, it. It's a weird situation for him to be in. He's this highly drafted prospect. Everyone has high expectations for him. And he's in a slump right now, and he'll admit that. And that's just, how do you work through that as a young player, I think is interesting. Then obviously, as we do every week, we'll go into we'll go into X factors. But, you know, so I just want to, did you see the fake story about how Mark Davis fired Josh McDaniels? Let's start there. The, while trick-or-treating with his family? No, so PFT commenter, he likes to make fake stories. He likes to like put these like fake excerpts out into the world of like what would have been an athletic story, but it's not, it's fake, but it was so potentially true that everyone kind of just shared it around. Like, what is this how it happened? And so what he said was like the story that he put out in the world was that Josh McDaniels likes to dress up for Halloween, which is true. He decided according to PFT commenter to, go to the Raiders facility dressed like Mark Davis. And Mark Davis, the Raiders owner, the eccentric, strange man, was on board with it and sent him his like typical P.F. Chang's lunch because this is a guy who does eat at P.F. Chang's every day. Um, and in the, in, in the excerpt, he had so like that Josh McDaniels opened his fortune cookie and the fortune said, you're fired, hot shot. And that's how he got fired. Now, oh, no, I did it's not, not see that. True. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not true, but it, it's so in line with what you would come to expect from Mark Davis. <laughs> and he does, like, for example, he does eat at P.F. Chang's every day. He's a weirdo. But I, I love P.F. Chang's. I wish I could afford it. Right. The Raiders fired Josh McDaniels, but not in that way. It is interesting that they waited until after the trade deadline to do it. So to me, that kind of is an indicator that, like, there was some internal turmoil going on with players and you are making a decision of whether you trade those players or you fire the coach and you kind of figure out I, I don't think you want to fire the coach prior to the trade deadline because I think that eliminates a lot of your leverage and if you're trying to get certain assets for a certain player then you fire the head coach it's like throwing chum in the water everyone's going to start circling so I, I think that's why but yeah I mean that's an interesting situation out in with the Raiders and I want to talk more about Mark Davis a little bit but Antonio Pierce Champ Kelly, who I, you know, it sounds like Chip Kelly's like alter ego is Champ Kelly or like Champ Kind Sports. Uh, whammy. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, well, what did your kind of, what did you kind of take away from that? Because 
you, you're sitting there with Derek Carr as your quarterback, a guy who got ran out of town by the regime that just got fired. And I was like, well, you know, glad I'm not there anymore, right? Yeah, I wonder how, you know, I know Raider fans are actually a lot are disappointed Carr's not there anymore. I wonder how the Raiders organization feels now that, oh, we, we let Derek Carr go after, you know, dealing with Josh McDaniels. And it, we kind of wish we still had him around, especially with, you know, Jimmy G, his health issues, <laughs> man, his, his inability to hit a wide receiver. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, yeah we, go ahead. We, we talked about this, obviously, with the Dennis Allen comparisons. We were when he was head coach there. We talked about the disarray in Raiderland and it hasn't gone away. And D.A. hasn't been the head coach over there for quite some time. Um, I don't know what the Raiders are going to do next, but it's it's one of those organizations you think would be one of the premier run teams in the NFL or a hell of a lot better than they've been over the years. I mean, it's the freaking Raiders for crying out loud. I guess, but I mean, it's like Al Davis was the owner of that team. Then he handed it over to Mark Davis. And, you know, I, and I, I didn't know much about Mark Davis until I went down this rabbit hole. I know he's had a weird haircut. And, totally, totally. You know, the worst billionaire haircut in history. Well, and he apparently drives like long distances to get that haircut. It's not like he doesn't, he get, he cuts his own hair or anything. Like he has a barber that he pays handsomely to give him that haircut most likely against his will. I don't think any barber is like, oh, yes, this is how I am I want to be cutting someone's hair. Like, it's a request. Anyway, but so the more I read about Mark Davis, the more I come to the realization that it's basically like if John Kennedy Toole inherited the Saints. Do you know who John Kennedy Toole is? The Confederacy of Dunces? You know, on New Orleans, they have a statue of the guy. It, it, like on, on Canal Street near the French Quarter, they actually have a statue. He's wearing the hat. He's got a bird on his head, right? They didn't, they didn't take that statue down, huh? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. T-Bob, T-Bob, uh, Hebert, his, his Twitter picture right now is actually John Kennedy tool. Anyway, he's like a New Orleans figure, but he's just a ridiculous character, right? Like he's not a person that you take seriously, but he takes himself seriously. And so you have to, like he, he forces you to account for him in reality. And so... This is an excerpt from an ESPN feature on Mark Davis when the, it was the year that they won their final four games and went to the playoffs with Derek Carr. Actually, no, I'm sorry. It was the year that they went to the playoffs and Derek Carr got hurt, and so he wasn't there. They lost to the Texans in the playoffs, but they had a good season. Derek Carr had a, had a fringe MVP candidate kind of season. Like It was probably the best season of his career, and then he broke his leg. And People would say he hasn't been the same since, but either way, this is how, the, this, is how this, this, this goes. Most days start the same. Behind the wheel of a white 1997 Dodge Caravan SE outfitted with a bubble top Mark III conversion kit, a VHS player mounted to the roof inside, and a rate and an R8 H E R S personalized plate. 
Mark Davis pilots this machine from his East Bay home to the nearest BF Changs, where he sits at the left end of the bar, same spot every time, puts his white fanny pack on the counter, orders an iced tea, and unfolds the day's newspapers. Beside him on the bar, next to the papers, is his 2003 Nokia push-button phone with full texting capability. When someone calls and asks him where he is, he says, quote, I'm in my office, and sends a knowing nod to the bartenders. It gets them every time. <laughs> Which, first of all, great writing. <laughs> Second of all, this isn't that long ago. This is like 2018. Um, and, and it's just like, that's this, this is a, this is a, this is a caricature of a man, right? Like this is not a, you know, he's just, he's just a Raiders fan who's never had a job in his life that got the, that took over the team from his dad. And, you know, to his credit, he doesn't try to influence decisions. He says, <laughs> there's another story that at one point, he handed the GM a piece of paper, which is like just like ripped into a triangle. And he said, this is what I want. And the coach said, like, what, what are you talking about? And, and he says, I need two corners because he had ripped the corners off the paper. Like that's, that's the level of involvement he has in the decision-making. Um, this is also amazing. So he was not allowed to fly on the team plane when Al Davis was the owner. And it wasn't for any like, thing he did that was weird it was just kind of how they operated so he would he would buy three seats on southwest put reserved placards across two of them and then lay across them and, <laughs> and that's this is this this is a 500 million dollar net worth uh guy who's going to own an nfl team um and i just find it funny because you know one of the comments that that i get a lot is Al, is Dennis Allen and Josh McDaniels are the same person. The Raiders and the Saints are the same organization. And while there are parallels in terms of what they're going through right now, like both guys, both teams went to an also-ran kind of head coach who failed at their first head coaching stop, and things haven't gone particularly well, right? Both, both guys felt like the quarterback that was in there was not the guy, so they went and got the quarterback they liked. Uh, Dennis Allen went and got Derek Carr. And Jimmy and uh, Josh McDaniels went and got Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy that he drafted with the Patriots, right? Like the, that's the quarterback that he was supposed to be able to be successful with. And the difference is, you know, the Raiders clearly were like, nah, this ain't it. This is not working. Whereas the Saints, I think the biggest difference in terms of ownership and the biggest difference, and when you look at the corollaries between the Raiders and the Saints, is that the Saints' ownership is supportive. The Saints' ownership from the from from Gail Benson down to Mickey Loomis down to everybody is all in lockstep in terms of what they're doing. You can disagree with what they're doing, but there's always support there. The coaches don't feel like they're being undermined by the ownership, and also you don't have uh you know Gail Benson's not out there peacocking and trying to get attention by having a weird haircut and and doing all these crazy things. So I don't I think that's the biggest difference to me is you're giving this guy a chance to succeed, whereas the Raiders. They, you know, they were yeah, like only one foot in at any point. But yeah, so the Saints don't have a peacocking owner. You know, the Saints also have a very strong understanding of who Dennis Allen is as a coach, right? Like there isn't this idea that he can do things that the team doesn't, isn't prepared for, right? Like they understand how he's going to operate. And while you could disagree with how he has been operating and maybe some of the decisions, you're not going to be able to disagree with the idea that this team is going to allow Dennis Allen to 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 do his thing, to work on the job, and I just think from a from a healthy ownership perspective, that's what you want to see. You don't want to see a team that's stepping in from the top level down and saying, "No, don't draft C.J. Stroud, draft Bryce Young." Right? 
you, I, I think, for, like, there's a lot of criticism of how the Saints have managed the cap and how the Saints have managed the draft. But, but I they think let everyone do their job. Right. And they let everyone do their job and they're consistent. Like, they're not constantly waffling back and forth. And you see teams flail year in, year out. By doing that, by trying, by not staying the course of what they actually believe, or in more cases, probably not knowing what they believe, just trying to say the right thing and react the right way at any given moment. And that's not a good way to operate, but that's how the Raiders have been over the last decade plus is like, this hasn't worked, so let's try this. This hasn't worked, so let's try this. And now they're, they're where they are today. And I, I like Antonio Pierce. I think, uh, you know, as growing up a Giants fan, he's, he's one of the reasons they won a Super Bowl, right? So I think it's good for him. You know, anytime a coach gets fired and, and you know, a guy gets to step in and have that opportunity, that's a good thing. Like Dan Campbell with the Dolphins, right? I don't think Dan Campbell is a coach today if he didn't get that interim job with the Dolphins. So, I, I mean, hopefully for him, that's kind of a stepping stone to a, to a full-time job. Guys typically don't keep the job. Like, look at Steve Wilkes last year uh, with the Panthers. But Either way, I, I just think you know it's kind of funny, and Mark Davis is a is a is a weird guy. That's you know, long story short, that's the summary of that. Too long didn't listen. Mark Davis is weird, and yeah, like we were saying, the, the Raiders organization, man, they just continue to be a a sham. I, I you know what I, I'll, I will say, I thought they were heading in the right direction when they got Gruden. I thought it was like he was going to at least get them back to you know relevance. They were successful for about five minutes, but yeah, um, (laughs) Yeah, didn't didn't quite uh, work in the end. But all right, let's wrap up that segment. We're going to bring in Chris Emma, reporter for 670 to score and Odyssey covering the Bears, uh, getting ready for week nine. Saints, Chicago in the Super Bowl. Who the heck is Tyson Fajan? We'll find out. In the Super Bowl. What? Super Dome. Did I say the Super Bowl? You said Super Bowl, man. If you turn the roof upside down, it'll the be the NFC awesome. Championship. Here we come. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, Tyson Bajan in the Superdome. Uh, this 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 outro has gone off the rails. Anyway, this is inside Black and Gold. Stick around. <laughs> 